Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp Mix Fantasy Podcast Show. Thank you for playing fantasy. Thank you for listening to the show. Really appreciate it. PulpMXFantasy.com. Results are up. Handicaps are up. So you can go and pick your race. Pick your riders now. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate you playing. And we really appreciate all the guys that make this podcast happen. Um, definitely uh, wouldn't be able to do it without them, including uh, Fly Racing. For 2019, Fly Racing introduces gear and technology that redefines the riding experience. The Fly commitment to create riding products that exceed expectations for fit, style, and safety is reflected across the spectrum. As official gear of AMA Supercross, Fly continues its devotion to riding and riders everywhere. Blake Baggett wears fly, and he just won a Supercross. That's not a coincidence. Uh, Pro Taper also, thanks to Pro Taper, worldwide brand for Rockstar Husqvarna, Fusion Bar, one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, micro bar, Geico Honda, JGR also use Pro Taper, ProTaper.com, whether it's Bradshaw uh, back in the day or Jason Anderson now, Pro Taper can, can be trusted to provide products that continue to set the benchmark for all others to follow. Uh, also, thanks to uh, 100%. We're going to save on a, on 100% products just by listening to this podcast. Use the code FANTASY19 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Ride100percent.com. Go there and check them out. Of course, they make great goggles. Uh, you know that also. But they also have a massive line of casual apparel, ranging from ultra-technical athletic wear to officially licensed Geico Honda stuff. 100% has something for everyone on and off the track. We thank those guys. We thank uh, also Kawasaki for giving up the bikes. Turn your competition green with envy. And also to uh, RacerX Brand. Uh, if you go to RacerXBrand.com, you can get that Party in Temecula shirt. You can get Wygant's face on the shirt. Uh, use the code PulpMX at RacerXBrand.com. Uh, they have everything from T-shirts and hats to bottle openers and backpacks to shirts with Wygant's face on it. Do not use the code EXHAUST. Use the code PulpMX to save with those guys. And, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody for making it happen. Let's dive into how we did at Glendale how we think things are going to go at the Anaheim 2 Triple Crown, Pulp and Mix Fantasy. Here we go. With me on the line uh, to talk about this, Anaheim 2 Triple Crown, from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to get this Supercross series started. The first two weeks uh, were not what <laughs> I was hoping for. Um, so, yeah, ready to get this started. We're hoping to have JT and Paul on at some point, but it could be just you and I holding this pod down solo. So, um so, hey, uh, yeah, it's been rough for you, and we'll get to that. And uh, you, this VIP Chad Reed thing is just really destroying your fantasy season. Like, you are you got to decide, Dan. you got to make a choice here. Yeah, it, 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 I told Chad this week, actually, I was like, man, I need to find, like, a window to where I can actually look at practice times. He's like, you look at times. So I was like, no, there's a 250 class that races, too, Chad. I need to know who races that class. <laughs> He's like, nobody cares about them. I'm like, well, we have to pick them in fantasy, so we care about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. So, for people who don't know, we're going to follow the same rules we did last year with these triple crowns. There's three of them, and and we debated like, you know, making your picks before the LCQ uh, race, making your picks before even timed practice starts, and then trying to get you know the eight guys in. Now, for people who don't know, eighteen guys qualify out of uh, out of qualifying practice. They have an LCQ. They take the final four, and then they go to the night show at six thirty with your 22 guys set. That's how it works. We thought about doing it in between the LCQ. So you have 18, but you don't know the final four. We thought about doing it before qualifying, where you just have to figure out who's going to be the 22 guys in the main event. We thought about all these things. But in the end, for people who live in other time zones and all around the world, and, and, and for people who can't get a computer between the end of qualifying and the beginning of the LCQ, who can't get on their computer and, and know what's going on and all of that, 
We just decided it was best that it's the picks are the same. The lockout time is the same um, for the uh, for the Triple Crown as it is for the other races. And so that means everybody should have eight people in the main event. And really, Dan, um, I'm not – I would – if I could have a perfect scenario for myself, I would say, screw it. Lockout time is noon. And that's it. But I, but I get it, man. You can't you can't really do that to people. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot more knowledge of who's there, even or or getting to watch practice because we're at the event. So I think the best thing for our players is there's only three triple crown races. There's no excuse to not have all eight guys in the main event. It makes the scoring closer, and and then everyone still has a fun game. You can pick all your riders, and I mean, still. You'll see. My score will suck, so um, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I I, uh, I get the people. We, we got some complaints about it because it does make it easier because you know all eight. But there's no excuse, people, for not getting all eight in because you know this by 6.30 Pacific time, the lineup is set. Yeah, there'll be somebody that picks the wrong wageman again, and they'll get upset, and they'll be mad at us. But that's not our fault, people. Look <laughs> at practice times. Read the names. There's an RJ, and there's a Robbie. Right, right, absolutely. So, all right, let's get into um, how we did at Glendale and what we think is going to happen at this weekend Triple Crown. We got a few new guys coming or coming back uh, that were in Germany. We got a we got a French guy that we don't know much about coming A two, and uh, we have some guys that we think you know are going to be specialists and do a little better in this. But first off, for Glendale, uh, scores were low, huh, Dan? I, I mean, I, I got to think they were pretty low. Like if you look at the uh, if you look at the industry idiots, uh, which is uh, our private. Hundred dollar league, um, the best. Yeah, guys, guys were really scoring. Like, let me see here. Uh, two fifty nine. Two fifty nine. Yeah. So yeah. that's actually pretty good. But generally speaking, uh, guys were going over three hundred um, round one. So um, scores were low. So don't freak out, people. If if you know if you're all bummed out at the at how you did because the scores were way lower. I had the the top four pick trends in two fifty class were were what I had. And and I didn't do that well either. So uh, my score for the week from Glendale was one ninety three. Um, that's not very good. Uh, Dan, what was yours? I had one thirty seven. That is really bad. That is my lowest score I believe I've ever had in fantasy. Um, and the sad part was is I was confident in my team going into the main event. <laughs> I was actually confident in my team. I went totally against what I normally do. And you were there. I told Weege, I said, Weege, if you want to win, you got to pick Wageman, and you got to pick guys like Chris Howe. Yeah. you got to pick all these big handicaps. I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go against what I said, and I'm going to pick guys on factory bikes that make main events. Yeah. Well, yeah, they still suck. Yeah. Uh- I'm 16 for 16 in the mains through two rounds. I haven't I had anybody miss. I haven't gotten eight in yet. I have um, not gotten eight in yet. I have a total score of 475 through two rounds. I think I'm 50th in industry idiots, so not bad. I'm off to an okay start. I'll take that. You I'm, know? I'm, four, I'm 405. Um, I got some work to do. I'm 144 points out of the lead. Uh, we did get some tweets. People were like, oh, the handicaps are too tight, this and that. There was a possibility of a 344 score out there. Um so yeah, you got to look, yeah, yeah. I, I, look at different picks. And if you look at the pick trend, you know, you can go to the pick trend and sort it. It's Nobody's over 50%, and there's tons of people that are in the 20s and the teens. So I mm. think it's I think the handicaps are good. Yeah, I, I do too. It, it makes it harder. Um, all right, so 250 class from Glendale. Uh, Robbie Wageman, 52 points. Marks did pick Wageman. 
He just picked the other wageman. <laughs> <laughs> He's off by way. Between the site, having some issues again, people, and we apologize. Things are moving along, though. We did make some breakthroughs this week, so look for a better site this weekend. I think I, I'm very confident of that. But between that and his actual scores, things <laughs> Marx, Marx is really struggling right now. Uh, Marx was at the race. He picked Wageman. Wageman gets 52. He looks at his score, and he's like, no, the site doesn't work. No, it's right. It's right, Marx. you got the wrong Wageman. You have the wrong Wageman. <laughs> you have Russ, right, or RJ or whatever. RJ. RJ, RJ. Wageman. But Robbie Wageman, 52 points. Uh, nice <laughs> job for him. Uh, Harriman, uh, Devin Harriman, that was his first main event. He was a 46. Uh, Von Losberg was 42. Now, nobody, uh, well, it was Less than 1% of you picked Harriman and Von Losberg. So uh, those guys were not scored by, you know, like I said, very little, very few people. Blos was next, 38. I couldn't pick Blos. I picked him at uh, A1. He got me 30-something there, too. So Blos is off to a good start for all of, its, all of his owners. Cantrell was next, and we're waiting on Paul, but he was on Cantrell, definitely. Uh, I don't know if he actually ended up picking him, but uh, 36 for Cantrell. Mosman after that, 30. Merriam after that, 30. I looked at Merriam as a 7 a lot, but... I just just didn't like him um, for for you know in general for fantasy not in life. Uh, so uh, I picked like I said the top four guys in two fifty class were my team. So AC was the number one rider picked. He had a three handicap. He killed it in practice. So everyone went there forty six percent, pretty high, and he delivered twenty six points. He's an all star, and he was first lap leader. Dan. Yep. I did not have him as first lap leader. I switched back and forth between McElrath, and then I went with Ferrandez to lead the first lap, and I got that wrong. Didn't you tell me you got first lap leaders right? In 450 class. Okay, all right. Uh, and it's so, good this year because you only lose seven points, Yeah, and you gain 15. So, um, so I had uh, AC. I had Mitchell Harrison. Um, I had Michael Moseman, and I had Enzo Lopes. Now, uh, Harrison's bike, he, last week it broke. He didn't get in the main event. This week he got in the main event. Nice job for Mitchell. His bike broke on the line, Dan. Do we know what happened this time? I'm not going to state anything because people are upset with me, but uh, do we know what happened? Um, I do not know what happened. No, I, I didn't figure that out. But I did get a call after you said you were in the elevator. They have no motors. Their motor situation is fine. But maybe not. Maybe it's not fine. Maybe not. Um, I was uh, so it started to rain, and I was walking down the tunnel. I actually got got on a bicycle to go down for the 450 main event, and I see I hear them take off, and I see the 35 bike pushing up the tunnel, and I'm like, Why is he not out there? <laughs> Why is he not out there? And I just asked the mechanic as I'm riding by. I'm like, What happened? And he just looks at me and shakes his head. I'm like, All right, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So Harrison was 33 percent, second highest pick trend. He delivered five points for his owners. And, and you know what? He'll probably kill it this weekend. I can't pick him. Um, Michael Mosman was next. Uh, Mosman is a factory rock star Husky rider. He was a two. He was 14th or 15th in the main event forever and was going to get you 11 points, 10 points. Um, and only uh, in the last few laps did he make a breakthrough and got into 30 points because he got into the double point range. So uh, he got 10th. Um, but he was – I don't. Do you have, did you have him, Dan? Yeah, I had him. He was fast in practice. Yeah. Um, I have heard good things from him in the offseason. He crashed in the start of day one, so his handicap had went up. I thought that he was going to get top eight, no problem. And then he got a bad start, and then yeah. he was just. Now, were you. He actually, yeah. Were you following him when he was like 14th and just watching him and being like, dude? Yes. Yeah. And then the only reason he moved up is because our other rider, Lopes. Yep crashed <laughs> and uh pettis made a mistake yeah. uh yeah. also too so my other guy was lopes six points for lopes he was uh got into the lcq which was stressful 
uh, on an RMZ 250. He had to pull a start, and he did. Um, and he wrote, and he was, yeah, he was probably tenth, right? When he yeah, went? he was up there. He yep. was up there, and, and he had a crash, and he, I think he ran, got in with either Pettis or Hayes, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, he went down a couple. No, times, the Hayes so. thing was he was already a lap down when Hayes landed on him, or when he oh, landed okay, on perfect. Hayes. So, um, yeah, that was already done by the Hayes crash, but. Um, yeah, so I, that's my team for for two fifties, and uh, um, like I said, I had the top four pick trends, and and a lot of you did because uh, Lopes was a thirty two percent pick trend, fourth highest, number four guy on my team. The next guy was McAdoo at twenty three, Nichols at twenty two. So a lot of you got my score, which was uh, let's see, fifty six, sixty one, sixty seven points in two fifties. A lot of you also got sixty seven points in two fifties. So uh, Dan, who'd you have in two fifty class? Yeah, I actually had the same team as you. Um, so. Oh. I had first. Yep. I had first lap leader wrong, so I only got sixty points. Uh, the only I was confident in my team. The only change I made all day, I did switch out Cantrell. Paul was high on Cantrell. He didn't look that good all day, um, so I put in Lopes at the you know kind of the last minute. That was my only change. I felt like they they had close handicaps and maybe Lopes had a little more upside. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we know how that went. <clears throat> so that was my mistake in the two fifty class. I talked to Lopes. Obviously, he's on the JGR team. That's who I'm with on the weekends. And I said, hey, I'm picking you in fantasy. He said, what is this fantasy everybody talks about? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> he says, people keep coming and telling me. I said, you just go do really good, and you're fine. People will like you. Yeah. And after after the race, he said, I didn't do really good. I said, yeah, and a lot of people probably don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me in the LCQ, he battled with Pettis. He's like, hey, who are you cheering for? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, really, well, I'm not Brazilian, dude. I'm not Brazilian. I don't really. I mean, I like you, but I'm not Brazilian. So uh, he really is a good kid, and he and, and uh, it wasn't his fault in the heat race. He had an issue, and and then he rode good in the LCQ, and he had a crash. So I do like him. I think he will bounce back. I think he's a great pick for this weekend, actually. Um, and um, was the yeah, issue we'll was the issue motor related? They had to do a swap, or did they fix it without the swap? Yeah, yeah, they did. A, they did oh, it in a swap. Yeah, uh, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so. Okay. Uh, so yeah, exact same team for Dan and I. Uh, there was a rider who was on my team after qualifying, and uh, based on your advice, Dan, I took him off, and that wasn't because we were down on him, but we're saving him, and that's Jerry Robin. Uh, Jer- Jumping Jerry again made the main event pretty easily. Showed great speed. Only scored uh, ten points for his owners. And we'll get to why we think he's good for A2. Um, but, uh, yeah, Jerry was on my team, and then, Dan, you kind of told me, eh, here's why you wouldn't pick him, and I liked your theory. So, 450s from Glendale. Blake Baggett, uh, 46 points for Baggett. I talked uh, to everybody uh, about, I said, look, you can go Baggett, Brayton, Seeley. They're all a minus one, minus two, um, and they're, they're going to put it in, they're going to do really well in the mains, and you'll be safe score with that. Now, I didn't totally follow that um, pattern that I thought I would, but, and Baggett was the guy I left off. I did not pick him. 46 points for him, won the main event, of course. Uh, over Only 11% pick trend. Alex Ray, uh, 38 points for him. He was next. Ronnie Stewart after that, 38%, but under 1% people picked Ronnie Stewart. Chiz was next. Chiz is going to Chiz. Didn't I say that on the, on the on the preseason? Oh, yeah. Chiz is going to Chiz. No one's going to pick him. 9% pick trend, and he is going to get you that 36 to 40 probably every weekend. Uh, Carlin Gardner, a surprise of the season so far. 36 for him, only 6% pick trend. Cheyenne Harmon, 0% pick trend. 36 points anderson next 34 uh so that's the top scores from glendale but as far as who i picked uh let's get into that um 
I went with my like again. I, I talked about playing it safe. So Brayton was my guy with the technical track and everything else. I uh, picked Brayton. Got twenty twenty eight points. My all star again. Just I like the room for all stars. They can max out at twenty six. So take the guy with the most kind of room that you are confident. in. My all star was Marv. He maxed out at twenty six. Uh, which is good. Brayton got 28, which isn't great, but I'll take it, I guess. I did pick Anderson. Um, his qualifying looked good, Dan, to me. I'm just like, okay, he's better. He's fixed. I know that minus four is scary, but I'm like, ah, he's fixed. So I took Anderson, 34. And then my next guy would have been Seeley or, or Baggett. Had them on my team all the time, like I said. Very safe picks. I might have went with Baggett. But instead, I went with Alex Ray. I watched his practice. He didn't look sketchy. He looked good. I spoke to them. Uh, he was confident. He's a 13 because he missed the main in uh, Anaheim 1. And uh, he delivered 38 points, so 8 points worse than Baggett, but still a very good pick for Alex Ray. So that's that, that, that's my team, Dan. Who'd you go with? Yeah, I love the Alex Ray pick. It was my lock of the week going in. I picked him at Anaheim 1. Um, Alex is very aware that I picked him at Anaheim 1. Yes, he, he was. Ap- he was very – he told me – Dude, Truman wouldn't even talk to me because I'm a fantasy pick. The Dan wouldn't even talk to me. I'm like, yeah, that, that's that's Dan. Uh, yeah, we were at the autograph signing, and he apologized 100 times. I was like, you're better than that. And I think it helped him on the weekend because as soon as he qual- he wrote good in the heat race, he wrote mm-hmm. good in practice, and anybody that asked me, I said, pick Alex Ray. I, I, I believe that he is better this year, and I thought that he was the lock of the week, which he turned out to be. So, yeah, I couldn't pick was, him. Was he my lock? Who was my lock? I wish you'd keep track of this stuff. If any listeners want to keep track of this stuff, I'll give you a free T-shirt if you keep track of who our locks of the weeks are every week. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was always on the Alex Ray bandwagon. I just couldn't pick them. Again, like you, we talked about Baggett, Brayton, and Seeley. And for me, uh, what we can get into when we talk about the Jerry Robin thing, I was like, Brayton is such a good triple crown person for me. And yep. I was like, I know he's going to do good in Phoenix. I get that. The whoops are really hard. And I was like, I'm just gonna save him for the triple crown. That was my only that was my only thought. I was like, I'm gonna save him for the triple crown. So I pulled off Brayton and I put in Savachi. I'm like, oh, Savachi's a four. Um, you know, he should be able to get fourteenth. He had a bad Anaheim one. He's good. I've been betting R C and J H every weekend money versus Joey versus Chad. Um Yeah. So I was like, ah, you know, worst case, he beats Chad. I lose money there, but I get a lot of fantasy points, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got zero. Um, I think he fell over in the heat race and, and hit his head, right? Yep. That's what I was yep. told. Yep. Got a concussion. Racing this so weekend, that, though. Racing this weekend. Okay, perfect. Just, just <laughs> one more race. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I thought I agree with the, the Triple Crown thing for sure, but I thought Brayton would do a little better than he did. He got seventh. but uh, Yeah, I, I, you know. which is good. Yep. And, and we'll get into this week's pick. So then... I always had Justin Hill. Um, he did really bad at Anaheim. I do get to see Justin ride, and, and then he was fastest qualifier. Justin started about third, and he went off the track on the concrete. He crashed. His foot peg was stuck up, and I'm just like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. But he rode, <laughs> he rode well. I think he might have got a little tired at the end, but he did get into double points. He got 30 points, so I was fine with that. My all-star all week was Eli. Uh, I just thought that he's been good in Phoenix. He's won there before. Um mm-hmm. But he didn't look that good all day, and it was kind of weird. The heat race, obviously, we know what happened there, something with the bike, and went to the LCQ. So 21 points. I left five on the table there, so I was a little bummed on that. Um, And then my last pick, uh, my own fault, same reason I pulled Sealy off. It was the same as you, Sealy or Baggett, Sealy or Baggett, and I couldn't decide. So I was like, you know what, I'll save them for the Triple Crown. They get good starts, and, and maybe that'll pay off, and I'll pick Chad Reed. And uh, Chad had a great practice time. 
he was really good in the heat race. Things were looking up, and he had a just a terrible main event. He yeah. made a lot of mistakes. He uh-huh. crashed. He got 30 last week. This week, not so good. Yeah, not so good. So my team wasn't very good. I did have Ken Roxon as a lap leader. Uh, for anybody listening, I think me and Lars and Peyton, as practice mechanic, were talking, and Kenny's whole shot at like every long start there's been in a long time. So for whatever reason, he's really good on the long starts. So Yeah, and he had a bad um, gate pick, you know? So, yep. Yep. Yeah, he's really good on a long start, so you know that's kind of where we went. A lot of people had Pellegrino, I think is how you say it, the Italian. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> and they were messaging me, why isn't he in the main? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, you know what? So, Actually, only 4% pick trend, but but those but 4% the, were ones missing. Yeah, the people in our group maybe yeah. probably had all of the 4%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think he got docked for jumping on a Red Cross for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah. That, that did have him. Joey was t- Joey was 30, 29% pick trend, fourth highest. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think Joey would have paid off, honestly, and I, I think that it was unfortunate. Uh, he was on my flight on the way home. He looked okay. I think he'll be fine for the uh, Hill, like you said, Hill didn't get you many points, but he rode pretty well. I mean, he was laying on the concrete lap one, you know, so – he caught Jad and passed him, and, and so, you know, Hill only got you people 30 points, but he rode pretty well. Um, you know, 13th um, is the is the number, but yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a ton, ton of guys here that got between 28 and, you yeah. know, and 38 points. It's just, you know, this is where you sometimes need to get lucky. You know, Bogle, yeah. I looked at Bogle. I, I know JT had Bogle, and I looked at Bogle, and again, I went to, man, Bogle's Got another week on the bike, but if he gets one more week on the bike and then three short races, that's when Bogle's going to perform, yeah. in my opinion. So I kind of looked into next week, so I'm really hoping that it pays off this week and, and I do get a better score. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, A2, Triple Crown. We explained it. You need you people need to have eight in the main event. If you don't, you got problems. Or, or maybe you no know, access to a computer for about eight hours or something. Um, but uh, handicaps are up. You can pick them now. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, 100%. Kawasaki, Pro Taper, and the Racer X guys, uh, racerxbrand.com. Uh, Get a party in Temecula shirt for 20% off if you use the code PulpMX. Um, all right, so yeah, three, uh, so the two fi- 450s are three twelves. What are two, three tens? Or th- yeah, for two fifties? Three tens. Yeah, three tens. Um, so, and like we said, everybody makes the show except for the four guys that got to race into the LCQ. They make the show out of the qualifying. Uh, Moseman is a zero handicap now. Um, all right, let's get into this. Handicaps for, for A2, Triple Crown. So, Jerry, let's start with Jerry. Um, his speed will get into the top 18. 100%, right, Dan? Yeah, and that was what we talked about. Right. I said, Jerry's hardest problem is qualifying. Anaheim 1, he goes to the LCQ. He gets fourth in the LCQ. Um, it seems like racing is his biggest challenge. Uh, qualifying, not a not a big problem. So, Jerry's going to be in the main. But... And Jer- Jerry's a 10. But Jerry needs to beat two guys. But I think he will. He didn't last week. He's one for one on that. (sighs) No, he did. He got 20th last week, so he would get get double points. Uh, I think that's that's a mistake. Really? No. Yeah, yeah, maybe he beat Lopes. I have it in front of me. Yeah, he beat Harrison. He beat Harrison, who literally didn't race, (laughs) and Lopes. So maybe Jerry gets a bit of an asterisk for beating two guys. Right? Yeah. Um, I, it's tough. That's the Jerry sweat, though. Like, you know, you you're, you cannot – even Jerry qualifies seventh. Okay, he's in the main. But do you pick him? Yeah. No, I'm in. Guys. I'm in. Yeah. I just picked I him and broke my keyboard, as a matter of fact. So. <laughs> I think I'd pick him, too. I think I'm, I think I'm Jerry. I think Jerry's – yeah, I think Jerry can do it. So, all-star – new all-star is Blos. Uh, so, seven handicap for Blos. Marchbanks is seven. 
of course, all the all, all those guys. Um, let's see, all stars. Um, yeah, I, I said it all the time. Give me that space. So give me Ferrandis. You know, three now because yeah. he didn't have a great uh, Glendale. He's an all star, so I don't need him. I I don't need him to win at that. Like Nichols has been good, and AC's flying. I can't pick AC, but AC would be great. McElrath and all that, but just give me that extra little number. And I know Ferrandis will beat it. I, I think he will anyway. So Ferrandis will be my all-star. I'll pick Jerry. Um, after that, you got to kind of look at Merriam. Uh, was a seven last week. Now he's a six. Uh, he says he's getting, he's feeling better. You know, he's healing better. Uh, hurt his back a little bit. Costello has been sneaky the, the first two weeks, Dan. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Lionette didn't, uh, Bradley Lionette. What happened to him? Something happened. Uh, he crashed out in, pra- in practice. So I'm not sure if he'll be there this weekend, but that's a main event guy generally. He's a 13. And, and this is where it gets tricky. So you need to. So yeah, I agree with you on the Ferrandis pick for the All Star. It gives you room. He got six last week. He got second at week one, and he cra- and he did crash also. You know, and he got up to six. So we're looking for him to get fourth or better. Now, where it gets tricky is if some of these guys that are in the back qualify, some of these guys that have a 16 handicap, you almost have to pick them just because they're guaranteeing they're going to get double points no matter what. But a guy like Jacob Hayes, who had a really bad Phoenix, he could come out and get like a sixth, and that's really, that's better, right? So you do have some decisions to make, I think. Yeah, I mean, I just 16 handicap. At a uh, at a guy who gets twenty second is still pretty good points, but it's not that many, you know. Yeah, no, it's not that many. But if you look like a guy like so, uh, Thomas Ravenhorse qualified last week pretty decent, and say he's say he makes the main event. Yeah, he got actually bumped out for qualifying spot on the last turn. Yeah, he almost yeah he almost made the main event last week in a, in a real race scenario. So say he makes the main event. I think you gamble with a guy like that um, in hopes that maybe you know maybe he beats one or two guys that crash mm-hmm. out and he gets double points. But it's not just because they're even a 13 or a 15 doesn't mean they're going to get more points than say a Jacob Hayes or a Merriam that's a six. A Merriam's very capable of getting a 10th or 11th place in the main event. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I agree. Right. Um, yeah. Huh. Interesting here to see. Do you like Hayes at a one? Oh yeah, probably right. He's yeah, Hayes, especially with this format too. You know, it's pretty pretty good format for him. Yeah, I think it's a good format for him. I think he's been fast. He obviously had a crash in Phoenix, and I, I really like I really like Hayes at a one. What what what's his high score? Do you think like max score on the night in the in the actual race? I think sixth. Okay. Blow's got a seventh this week. Um, I think Hayes got a seventh at A one, I or ninth. I, I think six would be like a good night for Blows. I mean for Hayes. For Hayes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, you, but you could look at guys like Carson Brown, who I think will be in the main event. He's a thirteen. He has struggled in the main events, but you could swing for the fences and go Carson Brown, Bradley Leonette, Jerry Robin, Robbie Wageman, guys like that. You know, right? How you really. How muddy do you think it's going to be? How sloppy, ruddy do you think it's going to be? I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think the rain will stop by Friday. They canceled press riding. They'll have a whole day to work on the track or longer. 
It'll sit in the sun. I, I think it'll be fine. I really do think they built the track on Sunday and had it covered. So I think the track will be fine. Okay, so something also, too, that we need to talk about is first lap leaders at these triple crowns. I never pick them. Dan always does. Uh, but you have three chances. So if your rider leads any of the three, um, you get the points. Um, so you have three chances. I've always picked first lap leader at these triple crowns all the time um, just because it yeah gives you better chances. First lap leader for me, I will pick AC. Uh, what do you think, Dan? What do you, I mean, first of all, just take your own bias aside. You do recommend people pick them, right? I, I do recommend people to pick them. Not at all the rounds like I do. Right. Um, but for these rounds, for triple crowns. That's a terrible idea. But for the triple crowns, you have three shots to get it. So this is a good time early in the season to try and make up some points. So for people that haven't picked them, if you get it right, you get 15 bonus points. If you get it wrong, you only lose seven. So I think AC is a good pick. Nichols. He probably should have had the whole shot at A1 had he not hit the wall and went straight instead of turning. And he led the first lap this weekend. So his starts are obviously on point. Mm -hmm. But you could go with a guy like Nichols or Ferrandis, who have also had really good starts in their heat races and main events. So um, I think if you kind of just look at it and maybe who has better gate pick and Mm -hmm. qualifying and and go from there. Uh, So, again, you're going to pick all your guys in the main event. So 100% lead pipe lock of the week. You know, it doesn't quite – uh, isn't it quite the same, but give me your 100% lead pipe block of the week for 250s. I'll go Jerry. Just I believe in Jerry. He's a 10 handicap. He's in the main, and he will finish 15th or so overall. Ooh. Really? Jerry's your, your lead pipe block of the week? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm on board, Jerry. Get on the uh, Jerry train. I think, I think uh, the Australian, he makes the main this week. Raven Horse. 16, Raven Horse. And I, I, Raven Horse, and I think he scores the most points out of anybody all week. Really? Yeah, I think he gets in the main event and he yeah. gets like an 18th or something. Right, right, right. Um, I, I watched him ride. He he got a lot better this week. He was he was better. Yeah, I got him a race tech uh, head, bro. Yeah, he was definitely better. Nate Nate was helping him out. Nate was working on it for him. Um, Again, though, there's no reason that you guys shouldn't all have eight guys in the main event. No. no reason at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you have. Well, I mean, you have about maybe two hour window from L, end of LCQs to night show. So if you can't get a if you can't get to a computer in those two hours, you won't have all eight. Well, then even yeah. then, if you pick your team ahead of time and you know you can't get to a computer, pick safe guys. So, um, all right. Uh, thanks to flyracing.com, protaper.com. Also, I uh, want to thank the folks at 100% uh, for the, the 100% lead pipe block of the week. Ride 100%, use the code FANTASY19 at checkout. And uh, folks at Kawasaki as well for the three bikes that we are giving away this year. And uh, the racerxbrand.com, Pulpamex code saves you 20%. 450s, A2. Is this enough to pick Plessinger, do you think? This conditions? We know he loves it. He's a I don't, zero. I don't. No. So. Okay. All right. Just asking. Just seeing if that was something that you would do. Um, so Seeley is not an all-star. Neither is Brayton yet. They're minus two, minus one. Uh, Seeley's good at this stuff. Dan, you mentioned that in, in your picks. Yeah, I, I like Seeley. Um, he's been good at Anaheim last year at the Triple Crown. I think he won the first main event, I believe. Uh, that was his first. Yeah. His, he, he didn't win the overall, but he won the main event. Or whatever they're calling those things. Uh, gang bangs. And, gang bangs. <laughs> he, 
he won that thing. And, uh, yeah, I really do think that he's good. I think he's a good pick here. For AP at a zero, I just don't see a real high ceiling. I don't think it's going to be muddy. Yeah. So I don't see a real high ceiling. Dude, uh, AP is – I mean, look, he, he did ride well at A1 in the main, but he had a rough day in Glendale. Yeah, I think it's – I think the class is good. I really do. I mean, that's that's all you can say about it. Um. Okay. So, Sealy, you like Sealy? Um. Is 100% lead pipe block of the week? Mm, I I don't think he's the lead pipe block of the week. Okay. Uh, I think. Oh, Kelly oh, Savachi. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, no. Yeah, Savachi. Let's go, Savachi. That's your lead pipe block of the week. Um. Still looking down here, but I think it's going to be really hard. Dude, he's got to pull it together. Right. I mean, but we so we got some new people. Cole, Cole Martinez is a 12. He's a, he could be a main event guy. But remember, we do have Tyler Bowers and Ryan Brees coming mm-hmm. back. They were both in Germany last week. But then we lost Mookie. So, you know, you look at that that bubble of the Ottenreits and um, these guys that are just on the bubble, the Seven Deuce Deuce and Palatelli. Mm-hmm. And if a guy like Palatelli, who he does qualify very well, Palatelli's fast. He can lay down a lap. He's a 16. I haven't seen Palatelli speed, Dan. He he has he has some speed. He had some speed uh, this weekend. He was twenty second, which that's not that far off. No, first weekend not so good either. But yeah. okay, all right. But that's what I mean. You look at those guys that are so the first eighteen are pretty good. If you look at last week's times, right on the the guys going to the LCQ would have been Ben Lemay, Pellegrino, Altenright, Politelli, Chisholm. Those are some good guys. Mm-hmm. So. Again, I mean, look at practice times, but I think if a guy like Politelli gets in, you're probably not going to see much out of him in the main event, though. He's never been one to really get good results in the main event. He nope. makes them, but that may be the best you're going to get from him. So, for me, I'm going to go with guys that I spoke about, the Brayton, the Sealy, the guys that I saved. I can't pick Joey. If you can pick Joey, start clicking on it right now. Dude, it, I, let me just tell you, though, if Joey doesn't do it again... I fear for his life with our fantasy players, like combined with last year. And it, like, I just and I mean, there, there is that chance coming from a concussion that that he gets like dizzy or something, and he's not going to risk it. He'll just pull off, and that's the scary part about picking a guy after a concussion. So, I mean, I'm almost glad that I can't pick him because if I pick did pick him at a six, and I'm already adding my points up, thinking that he's going to crush it. Right. And he just pulls off. I'm devastated. But he's your 100% lead pipe block of the week if you can't pick him? If I can pick him, Joey's my 100% lead pipe block of the week. Uh, what about Bowers at an 8? Or Martinez? Do you like Martinez? Uh, I I need to see him, right? I, I, I'm not sure. He's a good rider, but I need to see him. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of, of Cole to see. I haven't seen him ride in a long time. I do like Martinez. If he gets in the main, he's always been in good shape and always races. Uh, I like Bowers a lot. Bowers was a 9 in Anaheim 1. We debated his handicap because he obviously had a crash out, and then he wasn't there last weekend. So I think Bowers could really pay off. Bogle was an eight last week. I feel they're close in speed, and Bogle got 36 points. So I could see Bowers being a really high high pick this week. What about Hill in these sprint races? Three 12-minuters. He's a four. Hill, Hill, might be a, Hill, Hill might be the weekend that Hill puts it together and puts in three races that are like eight, four, and nine <laughs> in three, you know? I think that Hill is a good pick. I think he's, I mean, obviously speed isn't the issue. He qualified first, and he got good starts. He just went off the track. So 
if you can pick Hill, again, that's someone I can't pick. I think you can pick Hill. And looking at these lists, there's a lot of guys you can pick. Um, I think the handicaps are good. Sealy, my team right now that I just picked is Sealy, Brayton, and Martinez. Only just seeing what Martinez does, I, I kind of need to know what he does out there. But uh, And then my all-star, I like Cooper Webb. Um, Carlin Gardner's a 12. He's two for two to uh, to make the year. You've made him a 12, the same as uh, as Cole Martinez. Um Carlin Gardner could could do it, although he's more of a racer. He might get into the LCQ, you yeah, know. But exactly, but. his times haven't been spectacular in yeah. qualifying, and then he's he's raced his way in, yeah. into the main event. He got into the heat, which was really awesome. But he qualified twenty fourth in time practice last yeah. week, so it's not like he's got a lot more speed than these guys. And he was quite a few seconds off of the top eighteen. He was yeah. two full seconds off. So, so if you can't, I would see yeah, him happen to go to the LCQ. If you can't pick your team, you know, before you see the all the qualifiers, maybe stay away from Carlin Gardner, just because you can't be sure he's going to get in. But if he does, I like that. I think he's I think he's in shape and he can put some laps together um, at a twelve. Uh, Chiz is going to be Chiz is going to Chiz. Chiz will Chiz. He's a nine. What was he last well, week? He was an 11 last week, or 10 maybe. He lost a little value, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could a be. Nine, a nine's tough. What about your all-star? Who do you like for all-star? Uh, same strategy as always. Just give me some space. So give me uh, Barsha at a three. I like Cooper at a seven. Yeah? Yeah, I was a little, like, I don't know what happened in the second half of the main. Kind of dropped off a little bit. It was a little weird. He was riding well, though, at, uh, up until then. Yeah, Marv is good too. Marv's a four. There's a lot of good, a lot of good picks. I think Bogle out of six, you could look at too. He got 15th last week, and this is going to be a, a weekend where starts are going to be very important. We know he's a good starter, and um, and you could really go Bogle, Sealy, and Brayton, have some good guys in there. Um, first lap leader for 450s. Uh, I'll take Roxon. Yep, that's who I took. Yeah, for for one of the three mains, right? I mean, just seems like he would get it done. Although he. Wasn't good at Anaheim two last year, Triple Crown. I remember that. He just kind of rode around a little bit. It was a little weird uh, showing for him, but that was still early on. You know what I mean? So, um, okay, yeah. My team would be Sealy, Savachi, Hill, Barsha right now. First lap leaders: Nichols and Roxon. Two fifty team: Robin, Fernandez, Hayes, Leonette. Bradley Leonette. I just need to make sure he's okay and he's going to be there. Um, my hundred percent lead pipe block of the weeks is Jerry. And Joey Savacci, God help us if Joey Savacci doesn't come through for for this. You know, like just all of our all of our guys and everybody. Um, he, he could have issues. Yeah, I think I think Joey's going to be okay. Something to watch is in practice is that if he if he backs up his times and he's good, but coming from a concussion, as long as he's not getting dizzy or anything, I think he'll be fine. He's a big handicap. This is somewhere to capitalize on it for sure. So. Yeah, if I could pick Joey, I'd pick him. He's my lock of the week. Uh, fantastic. All right, Dan. Well, you know what they say. It's early. The season starts at Daytona. Y- you know, it's a long year. you got a lot lot of time to get to get back into the, the, the running here. You're 50 points ahead of me. $1 a point. I'm coming. All right. Fantastic. Thanks, Dan. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, also on the phone, just joining us right now from Fly Racing, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? 
Not much. Just uh, reflecting on a frustrating 250 Supercross fantasy weekend. That's all right. Uh, Blake Baggett, congratulations on the win for Baggett for Fly Racing. We are also giving away his jersey for the overall winner this week. So that's cool to get a Blake Baggett. Like, this is the same jersey he's wearing on, out on the, on the track. So that's cool. We gave away Barsha last weekend, Anderson the first weekend. So that that's kind of neat. Something that somebody you can't buy. So uh, Yeah, cool. no doubt. I don't think I really deserve any congratulations, but uh, it was cool for me to witness. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we obviously, you know, Fly Racing sponsors the team and all that. But um, right. I was more happy and relieved for everyone involved, you know, Forrest and Burner and mm-hmm. Blake and his dad, Tom and everybody. It was, it was fun to see them. So excited. Um, all right, let's get into your pick. Well, let's get into how you did, uh, quickly. We'll recap this for people. How'd you do at, uh, at Glendale? I scored one ninety seven, oh. So it wasn't too bad. Um, my biggest problem was a problem that I think most others had was, and I, I'm sure you discussed in length was the Lopes and Harrison yes. debacle. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have no clue what to think about Mitchell Harrison other than the poor guy can't find a motorcycle that finishes anything. And then, uh, yeah, Lopes was doing fine uh, en route to get double points. And then, um, yeah, had two, two crashes that cost him his main event. So that killed my 250 team altogether. Did you have Moseman? I did have okay. Moseman, so and you he had a really strange race. Well, I was, I was. Uh, so you had basically Dan had my team, which was Moseman, Lopes, uh, Harrison, and AC. Yeah, same team. Okay, yep, we had so same, team. same team again. So three yep. of us had the same team. Um, Moseman was outside of double points for most of the main event, and he rebounded nicely near the end. He was, and I, I had confidence because I looked ahead of him, and I'm like, these guys are all over the place. As long as he doesn't crash, I feel like he's going to get back in there. And he did. He he moved up four spots from where he was like mid race. So. Mm-hmm. He didn't ride very well. I don't think it was a good main event by any means for him. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's still 10th, and then that, that qualified for eighth double points. So it yeah. wasn't the end of the world. It just, with the other two getting zero points right. or, or close to it, it was brutal. So is your 450 team, was it close to mine, which was Brayton, Anderson, um, my all-star was Marvin, and then I had A-Ray? Uh, 50, 50%. I had A-Ray, which uh, I felt good about. He looked really good in practice, and uh, just looking at the lineup, he would have to crash to not qualify, and I think the mud just kept him out of the, the A1 main event. Um, I had, um, let's see here, who are my other guys? I had Justin Bogle, which was, I felt like I was gambling a bit with Bogle, but then when I really really looked at it objectively uh he's such a good rider you know maybe the results aren't really what he wants him to be but he's a great starter he's a good rider he's much better than uh you know say the maybe carlin gardner some of these guys that are getting in the main events he's just he's a he's a better rider than they are i mean this is a guy that won an outdoor national you know a year and a half ago uh so for him to get top 18 i felt like he would basically have to dnf to not do that he ended up with the 15th which i was okay with um that was kind of what i was expecting i was hoping he would pull out a 13th or something that would i felt like was maybe a ceiling on the weekend uh but 15th i can live with uh i had justin hill who i'm sure lots of people had justin hill but man he could have really delivered 29 uh, percent pick trend for justin hill yeah yeah if he doesn't jump off the track um on the first lap he probably gets you know top eight uh as it was he was 14th at the restart uh, he moved all the way up to eighth, which was impressive. He was passing people and looking much more like the time qualifying Justin Hill. And then uh, he put a pretty significant fade on. He was he looked very tired, and he had nothing to fight with when, um, you know, Reed and Plessinger and all these guys wanted to repass him. 
Uh, so we ended up 13th, which I'm sure you guys covered, but at least it was still double points. And then my last one was Marv, which is the same as you had. I didn't feel like Marv was going to be great, but I certainly felt like he would be top six or top seven, uh, which was really all I need, whether he yeah. was first or six. It yeah, kind of exactly. didn't matter. He did fade a little bit, but he was still fine for an all-star. Now we went over the A2 rules and how you should have everybody should have eight in. We had we talked about how everyone should pick a first-lap leader. We think everyone mm-hmm. should pick a first-lap leader. I will, uh, and I never pick first-lap leaders except for these triple crowns. So we covered all that. Um, my picks, my 100% lead pipe block of the week for 250s is Jerry. He's a 10. He has to beat two guys. Two guys. Uh, uh, Ferrandez is my all-star because of three. I like that gap there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hayes at a one. Dan Dan kind of talked me into Hayes a little bit. Um, I like that. Bradley Leonette, I don't know how he is or if he's going to race. He crashed in qualifying in Glendale, so we need to see that. But he's a 13. He's certainly been in his fair share of main events at a 13. So I like that pick for 250s. Who do you like in 250s? I'll be honest. The uh, These Triple Crown changed my strategy a lot. Um it kind of doesn't matter who I like and don't like, and I, I say that not as a great fantasy podcast entertainment value. I know that's a really shitty answer, excuse my language, for uh, a podcast, but all I do in these scenarios, I wait for time qualifying, I look at who's in and who's out, and then I pick, I fully send it with handicaps. I, I kind of don't so you, care. So you just pick four, well, an all-star, and then three highest handicap guys you can. That's that's what I do. Yep. And that's what I'll do on Saturday. Right. Um, unless there, you know, there there are exceptions. If Justin Hill was fastest qualifier, I can't pick him, but just in a hypothetical, if Justin Hill was the fastest qualifier and he was a a three, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to pick him because I think his ceiling's super high and there's a lot of points to be made versus, you know, a Bogo at an eight or some, someone with a high handicap, even if it was like a 14, yeah. but I know that rider's going to get 20th. I'm going to pick Justin Hill in that scenario. But as a general rule for these triple crown events, I just go, okay, we got, I need eight guys in, which is easy because you know who's in, and then I'm just going highest handicaps. That's pretty much what I'm going to do, yep. you know. And, and it's tried and true for me. I just I believe that's the way to to maximize the most points. All right, yeah, that's it's not a bad strategy. It, it can bite you with some of those guys that are if there's not that many 16s in there, and you got to go to a 12 guy and he gets last. It's it's not. But that it doesn't great, bite you though. You still get 22 points out of the yeah guy. yeah. Well, and, and the, the upside the upside right. is is so much more you but, know value for me. I'm okay with it. If I get yeah. burnt and my, my high handicap only gets me 22, okay, I but, can live with that. But Hayes is, an, is a one. Uh, he should be uh, fifth or sixth, you know? Yeah, and, I, he could be. He could be, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't think Hayes is a bad pick, but I'm almost positive that he won't be on my team. Right. Uh, for All-star, you like Ferrandez at a three? Yeah, he was. He's my all-star pick, right. uh, unless he just looks terrible or does something stupid. I mean, we saw him have a huge get-off last weekend and still come back to six. Right, four uh, fifties. Uh, again, you're going to do the same strategy, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hill though is on my team. I think he's a four. I can pick him. Uh, these short races are what he's made for. He may go eight, four, and nine. But that's still okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? In the three, but he'll be all right. I like Hill. Savachi is a sixth. Uh, obviously, coming back from a concussion. I, I pray that Savachi does well for his fantasy owners because people are really losing their minds over Joey when you combine it to last year's results yep. as well. Uh, Barsha's my all-star three. Just give me that room there uh, to, to move. I have Seeley right now, but I probably will end up picking you know a Gardner or one of those guys that gets in. Um, and then, so if anybody, does anybody, you just talked about your strategy, but does any particular rider in 450 stand out for you among the higher handicap guys? Um, 
the higher handicap guys, I mean, I'm obviously going to go and hope like a guy like Antignap or a guy like Politelli or one of these guys, I think they're going to get in. A guy like Politelli has no issue putting down one lap. I think we've we've seen that. Another guy, Kate Outenright, uh, I think he's very likely to get in the main event because a one-lap deal is so much different than a race. It just takes so many variables out of the equation. And, you know, these younger kids that have grown up just having to live off a of pure speed, this is, this is the race they have circled. This is the one where they know, like, all I've got to do is just hold it together for one lap, and I fi- I'm going to find myself in the main event. Mm-hmm. The difficult part of that is they have to do it inside the top 18, which is a, a different story. Uh, if it was only the top 22, I think it, it's really easy for a bunch of these guys to get in. Now they're going to have to go to that LCQ in the afternoon and, and make it happen. So I think you're going to see a dogfight between the last couple spots for guys like A-Ray, guys like Audenwright, guys like Politelli, Entignap, um, Carlin Gardner. I think there's a lot of guys that mm. are you just put their name in a hat and draw who's going to get in because there's what 15 guys or so that are you know I think head and shoulders above, and then there's going to be those last two or three that you know squeak in out of the time qualifying. Uh, first lap leaders, uh, I like uh, Nichols, just being on a Yamaha and mm-hmm. uh, and you know getting good starts so far to start, and I like Roxon. Yeah, I would probably go Cincerillo. Um I think one out of three times is is almost a certainty with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his starts are good. I mean, he, he basically should have whole shot Anaheim one as well. You know, he pushed yeah. way too deep, almost crashed and he did crash. Um, and then obviously we saw what he did at Glendale. So he would be my easy pick for first lap leader. And then I'm leaning towards, uh, either Barsha or Roxon. Um, I, I like Barsha's aggressiveness, even if he's you know, second or third, he will try so hard to get to the lead on the first lap where I think Roxon would be a little bit more patient uh, than Barsha, and that could hurt you on a first lap leader basis. Okay, and uh, so we talked about Mitchell Harrison a little bit, and I did, forgot to bring him up with Dan. Uh, he's a five. Still not. Still, yeah, he's, still. A, he's an easy pick. If, if he's on a motorcycle that you have faith in, which is probably – you shouldn't. Uh, but, I mean, I picked him last week. I would pick him again. I mean, it, he's going to pay off for somebody at some point. But This guy is a top eight finisher in the main event all day long if he finishes the race. But is that not high enough for you at a Triple Crown? If I could pick him again, I would pick him again at a five. Okay. I'll put it that way. All right. Perfect. Uh, who's your 100% lead pipe block of the weeks? It's difficult with the format, but I think... Tell me who you think, think will score the highest. You know what I mean? Tell me that. I think your high score, um, it, it very well could be Jerry Robin, but it, we just we know that could go sideways really badly and very quickly. Um, for 250, I can't I can't really give you a reason to steer away from from Jerry, but I also think a guy like Carson, uh, Carson Brown could do okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who's going to get in? Is Chris Howell going to get in? He's a 16. He hasn't done much of anything lately, but uh, this one lap thing changes the game a bit. 450, uh, I really think it's going to be a 16 handicap guy like the Cat, yeah. uh, like, like Politelli. That's going to be your highest score, right. one of those guys like that. Right. Yeah, certainly not a bad strategy to do that. It, you could bust out on it, but it, it could pay off. Greatly. But even in a 16, man, yeah. you're, you really have nothing to lose. Yeah, true. Uh, thanks to Pro Taper, Fly, 100%. Kawasaki, Racer X brand, for helping us uh, promote this show. Uh, enjoy it, everybody. Thank you for playing. Uh, I know we've had some issues. 
we made some breakthroughs this week, confident that things will get better and slowly work it out. And the people that got zeros, but teams are saved, are working on that as well. Uh, apologize. And uh, poor Marks between this and his fantasy team, his actual team that he picks. It's just it's just been terrible. So um, thanks to those companies. Uh, Blaggett jersey, Blake Baggett jersey up for grabs also for the winner, overall winner this week. So, all right, JT, thanks, man. All right, guys. See you.